Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. Yo. Oh, yeah? We got a new producer now. Welcome back to Coolin' Out. It's another week. Kev. Rel, we trying some new shit. Yeah. Figured. We we got some advice over the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) We don't tend to listen to people, but we figured... This one time we tried out, mm-hmm. you know, facing you people, see how that works out, see if you like this this dynamic better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought the glasses. Yeah, Kev said he wanted to look studious. <laughs> First real time on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, man? How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Um, pretty fun weekend. Uh, Saturday was. Uh, mm. We met up. Um, aside from that, had a good St. Patty's. Other than that. Pretty decent uh, week at work, and just you know, trying to make it to the weekend mm. to Nashville. Gotcha. Damn, I forgot what I did on Friday though. I mean, you ain't do nothing. Yeah. It does it. That's where it's getting to. And this, damn, Kev, you like that? Yeah, it must be. This nigga, twenty-eight going on eighty-two. <laughs> Friday was like five days ago. Huh? What do you say? Jeez. <laughs> But nah, man, my weekend was cool. I mean, I didn't really, didn't really do too much. I mean, Saturday we met up. I'm lying. Uh, I remember that. Oh, you went out Friday? Yeah, it was like seventy degrees. <laughs> oh shit, I went out Friday too. <laughs> Twenty years. <laughs> Yo, I didn't go out out though. Me either. Yeah, I just grabbed a couple of drinks after work. Um, I hung with my responsible friend. Kept it simple. Kept it light. Same. You know, you know the spot. Yeah, yeah, I know. That shit's still, shit still undefeated. Can't tell y'all with the spot because they don't pay us for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they pay it for pay us for it though. And I don't want that spot crowded. We're gonna be black. Nah, hell no. You know, that's the one thing. You find a good secret spot and then you tell too many people. And they, they get st- an influx yeah, and the, then they end up raising the prices. prices. <laughs> can't have it. Can't have, can't have it. it. Can't have it. Um but yeah, nah. So Friday just did something like went out for drinks and then uh Saturday we met up in the city, St. Patty's Day with Loren, um, Hurricane Loren. Hurricane Loren. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Um, I tapped out. Ditto. Like a strong man who knows himself, who's confident in himself. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but nah. Saturday was 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 fun. Was fun. We're outing in the city on yeah, the weekend. Yeah, it was good. And I normally don't touch touch down in the Same. city on the weekend. I, Same. I'm a Brooklyn night now. Same Patty's vibes. The Irish in me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, can we talk about that? Do you want to talk about that on the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Your 23 and me lifestyle? 
Oh yeah. This nigga Kev. Yeah, man. I need y'all to tell me if y'all agree with this or not. What? Kev. What? You out here with this twenty three and me shit? And I, what's the first thing I asked you when you told me you took you took it? Why did I do it? I said, who forced you to who do it? Who forced me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> you said, nobody. It was on sale. Yeah, why do you ask that? Such a weird thing to do. Find out what you're mixed with, your ancestors? Yeah. I feel like that's something like people get forced to do. Mm-mm. Yeah, Kev, you uppity now. No, nah, I got bougie. a deal on it. Yeah, it was only $100. And I got a deal on that. Oh, it was less than 100 Mm-hmm. How much was it, Kev? Like ninety. Ninety? Yeah. That ain't a deal, beloved. Like ninety. I could tell you. I could tell you where you're from now <laughs> for free. Snake, <laughs> <laughs> were, were you surprised by any of your results? Yeah. What? Oh yeah. About eighty percent of it was African. Not eighty-eight. See, well, eighty-eight. It's all the other stuff that surprised me. What? Three point five percent Irish. Three point six Irish and British. My bad. Uh, European, some Italian. And 0.6 Western Asian. Damn, Kev. Yeah, man. You got some white privilege in you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you gonna, when you gonna start using it so we can get ahead? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, my weekend was cool, man. Um, Sunday. Ah, uh, I found no, not Sunday. I'm tripping. That was Monday. Monday, I watched that um, the Inventor mm-hmm. docu series. That well, documentary. It's not a series. On HBO And I messed up man I read the book Before I watched the documentary That was probably One of the worst things I could ever did Why the book is The book is like Oh extremely better It goes in depth And like it takes you along Slowly so you like Fully understand Character development The exact The the culture of the company All those things Like you actually felt it You watch the documentary It's like two hours And it's like They just jumping 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 If I didn't read the book I would have had no idea About you know, I mean, I would have understood like the overarching concept of of the the company and mm-hmm. their ways, but I wouldn't have understood the magnitude of their actions and how that affected you know society. Let well, me tell you what the what the document okay. is about and the book's about. So this woman Elizabeth Holmes, um, she was a ni- nineteen or twenty year old dropout from Stanford. Um, family was like pretty well connected, but she was just a regular middle class girl, a middle class family. She idolized um, Steve Jobs and wanted to be a billionaire. Since so a child, said, I'm gonna be a billionaire. She basically claimed that she created this technology where she could test over, she could do over 200 different types of blood tests just from a single prick of your finger. So just a little small droplet of blood, um, rather than you know, I, I can't tell you about the scientific things behind it, but obviously it's a pretty like complicated, convoluted subject. Where whereas most other companies do tests. From your vein, like the venous test, so that's why they have to draw so much blood because they can they can only use so much blood to do so many different types of tests okay. in, in one setting. And she said she created one machine that did two hundred tests, and it was like really small. Whereas everything else, all these other companies have these huge machines because they go like it's just it's a weird scientific concept. So she told people really ambitious though. She said that she wanted it. Her her mission was was ambitious, and mm-hmm. I respected her mission. But somewhere along that way, she got thrown off. Her mission was essentially so that people could test themselves for blood. Like people in your home could just test your test your blood once a month whenever you wanted, mm-hmm. and have early detection for things like cancer, sicknesses, things that you normally know like ambitious. Yes, yeah, so something things you normally know <laughs> don't know until you go to the doctor and find out. You know after the fact, mm-hmm. so you could test yourself and know beforehand. Um, 
somewhere along that path, she just started into these this pile of lies and deceit. Like what? Like the machine didn't even work that she that she told. <laughs> like it, it didn't work at all. And it got to the point where they were using commercial machines that were like commercially available, like from like uh, Siemens, Analyzer, and like all these huge medical device companies. Mm-hmm. They were they were leasing these machines from these companies and then telling people that they were running the test on their machine, but they were using the Siemens yeah. machines for it. So it was like a big web of lies. But it's funny because this woman raised, I think, $450 million. And and no one, none of the investors Over ever. Over span of how much? Uh, <laughs> bless you. This would have been from 2000, say about 2008 to 2015, so about seven years. She raised that much money. And this is, listen, this is all without anyone ever seeing the machine work. Wow. That's a gift. That's not a gift. It's called white privilege. That too. How do you get that much money without someone? So her, fa- so her, listen, listen to this. I saw, I, remember, I saw someone on Twitter going in on this. I'm, I don't have the, the Twitter name, but the, I won't take credit for this. Her family's like really well connected, right? Uh-huh. One of her... One of her, her family's not that well connected. More so than she went to all these elite schools, and her friends, had, her parents had money, so she went to them. Mm-hmm. Million dollars here, million dollars here, million dollars here, and that's how it started. But her, I think her grandfather was an entrepreneur, and someone else in her family had a hospital named after him. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, she obviously has the business side of it and the medical side of it, just from her genes." <laughs> So yeah, oh. let's let's give her millions of dollars. Damn, yeah. Like that hurts there. It's crazy because when I was watching, I'm like, yo, son, there's like so many people out here that actually are like proving like their their growth and their inventions and like, you know, the growth and the progress of their inventions and are struggling to get capital, struggling to get investors. Mm-hmm. Mostly people of color. And you know, but like this little white girl literally just walked into a room and was like, hey. Did she need a business plan? I don't know about all that, <laughs> but essentially, so if you, you got a four hundred fifty word of mouth. Well, over time, script. over time, <laughs> series A, series B, but yeah, it was just like that. And she surrounded herself with like all these like um, former army generals. Like she was like smitten with the Obama administration. Like Joe, uh, Joe Biden came, not Joe Biden, yeah, Joe Biden came by and said that she's changing the wave of the future. She's on a cover of Fortune magazine, Forbes magazine, like all this stuff. She was so did she test th- out these the machine in front of people? No. So what she would do is <laughs> she would like good. have them prick their finger, right? Uh-huh. And then like, oh, let me show you the rest of the of the facilities. Oh, and then no, uh, they would leave and like go on a tour. And then they should have one of the engineers come running, <laughs> take take the blood, test it on the commercial analyzers, oh. bring it back in an hour, and say, hey, look, oh, this is your result here. What did the results read? They would read, you know, what like you know, they would read accurately because they were being tested on commercially uh, available machines, not tested on her machine. From the prick of a finger. Yeah. So they would they would prick the finger and then they would dilute it so that they had a larger sample. Ah, uh, I see, I see. It, yeah, it's a lot, but they would dilute it so that they had a larger sample, a large enough sample to test it on the commercial analyzers, mm-hmm. and then from that point. And have you back with? How accurate are the results from, an hour later? They were accurate from the commercial analyzers. 
but those those things can only test certain, you know, uh, so many different blood tests rather than doing two hundred and one machine. It was a lot, but yeah, she was just deceiving people over and over again. At one point, she's worth four and a half billion dollars. Where is she now? Zero. No, where is she now too? Oh, where is she? Yeah, I have no idea. She ain't in jail. Oh, no, she's not in jail. SEC charged her. Says she can't. Uh, I think for ten years she can't serve as a a director or a CEO of a of a a publicly tr- of a company. I mm-hmm. think and that's it. End of that. Is she in it at all? Like talking? No. Well, they show her talking, but not in the doc. Like she's not participating in the documentary. So what was her downfall? What did, what brought her down? Oh, so. All the all the employees there whistleblowing like a motherfucker. <laughs> Why she wasn't paying them? Shout out to Why the whistleblowers. Nah, they were getting paid. They were getting paid, but what? Not enough. Nah, I'm sure you they, just flip. And you're not. It wasn't just one person though. It was because like so. At first, it started off like, oh, um, we'll test you. I'm trying to think of like what's. Like a, a, a low level of sickness that can be tested from blood. Oh, but then it's something serious. That but then they started serious. seeing like, oh yeah, like we're offering more, more and more tests. Like they they wanted to start testing for like hepatitis C and HIV oh. and syphilis. Oh, that, and the yeah. guy, came, like one of the guys who worked in the lab, he was like, well, if we use our machine to test for syphilis, out of a hundred times, only 60 percent of it will be correct. Oh. So forty people are walking around out here either having or not having syphilis and thinking that you know the the the, the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so morals kicked in? Yeah, like wow, I mean, uh, bro. Wow. That's HIV, crazy. syphilis. I mean, when you're making that much money, no, I applaud them. That's good. But to listen me. to this though. I gotta so, watch that one. That's um, Theranos. What's it called? Oh, the company's called Theranos, but the Theranos. the documentary is called The, the Inventor. Inventor. Okay. If you get you. if you really get into it, read the book Bad Blood by John Carreyu. That's actually better than the documentary. Okay. It's pretty like you get into it, it's, a, it's like a fast read, three hundred pages. But um, who was I about to say? Oh, Walgreens! I didn't notice. Oh no, Walgreens had invested two hundred and fifty million dollars into this company, started doing renovations in their stores, right? Because they wanted to have like they what well, they didn't want to, they did. And Phoenix, they had like Theranos like wellness clinics inside of the Walgreens. How can you do all this and not end up in jail or prison? And then she was so slick. It wasn't like they, it wasn't like oh yeah, we'll put the the it's called the Edison or the Mini Lab. She had two different machines. We'll put the machine inside the Walgreens store. Nope, she was making them take the pricks and then mail all that uh, blood back to Palo Alto, mm-hmm. where her where their headquarters were, test it there, and then give people their results. Damn. And then she also got caught up because people were getting like crazy results. Like wow, your, your glucose is very high, and then people would go get second opinions, and it'd be completely you know the opposite of what. Her tests were. <laughs> yep. I never get what the end goal is with that. Just to make a lot of money? Do you think you're going to? Nah, I think her end goal was eventually to figure to, out, to figure out how to make. Oh. The, I, I think her intentions were always. He just want to get enough yeah, money. Yeah. And she, I just think that she got so caught up in the over delivering. Yeah. That, you know, eventually it caught up to her. But she, I think that her intentions were pure in the sense that she really, really wanted her machine to work and. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just crazy. Four hundred fifty mil. That's a lot of money. How much did she have to pay the SEC? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I they didn't really disclose that. I know that she lost a lot of her money from paying out fines, um, paying fines, no legal lawsuit? 
lawsuits, but also because they were suing the former employees who were whistleblowing. <laughs> so that it was a lot, man. But all of her, all of her board members, her board of directors, none of them had any like, uh, like medical experience, like you know. Mm-hmm. So she was like surrounding herself with people who would just like go along with like oh, whatever okay. she was, and everyone and around her was like these old ass, rich ass white men. Yeah, like everyone's like seventies, eighties, and she's like in her twenties, and they're not well versed on anything going well, on. Well, they're just like more smitten over her, and like, oh wow, like, and she had this fake, she has this fake deep voice she puts on. It's like a very like it's fake as hell. As soon as you hear her talk, it's fake as hell. But she does it because Silicon Valley is dominated by men. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it used to be back then. I don't know what it is now. Mm-hmm. But she'll put on a voice to like you know strike power and people, you know. But it was just a really intriguing story. When I read when I read the book, I was more like, damn, this person is a terrible person. When I watched the documentary, I was like, all right, cool. They spoke more about her mission, why she wanted to do it, what was her purpose behind all these things. And I was like, all right, well, she started off on the right path, mm-hmm. and then money came into play. and That's how it usually goes. She, she thought, and then she became a celebrity, too, because uh, yeah. she was, like, the first, like, real woman in Silicon Valley to, like, start her own um, company and become a billionaire off of it. So, like, she was all over the place. She became a celebrity. People were like... Well, she was taking pictures with everyone: Obama, Serena Williams, mad yeah. people. Uh, Rob, Bob Kraft invested into her company. <laughs> A lot of people invested. It was, it was wild. So, y'all get a chance, man. Y'all go check that out and tell me what y'all think about that I white privilege. That, that shit was crazy. I was, like, I, was, crazy. I was like, I was like, wait, what? If I, I want to invest without seeing something in action, bro. So that's not rare, actually. I, I read that. I read that in the book. So, Series A funding or the Series D? I think it's Series A. Series A is the initial funding and startups, I believe. Most uh, venture capitalists, because like your your startup is just mostly a dream and you don't really have mm-hmm. like too much um, development product and development yet. A lot of it is they're just investing off of their guts. Crazy. But as time goes on, yeah, like you got to show us some results. Like after Series A, all right, cool. Series B. And then Series C, now you in Walgreens stores, but no one's ever actually seen your machine work. And all the other like medical doctors and scientists in the world are saying that's impossible what she's doing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The idea is so ambitious. And I guess a lot of startup ideas are, but you got to tell me how you're going to ex- Well, you do tell me, but I got to at least see it. Like yep. you said. Yep. And you know what they would say? Because like, I think there's this Quest Diagnostics and then there's another large company, LabCorp, the two largest... Um, like. Uh, Whatever the fuck they are, medical lab, lab testing, blood medical, testing, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they would just say that's Quest Diagnostics putting that putting that theory out into the world because they want to crush us. They're afraid of what we're gonna do to the world, so they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to challenge us. <laughs> that was always like their thing, like oh well, we can't tell you how it works because then Quest will 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 mimic it, and mm-hmm. it worked for a little while, but. So again, it was that you prick a finger and we could give you like two hundred plus uh, different, yeah, different, like literally uh, results from your blood cheaper well, than within what? How much time? Or just that you could do it? Uh, I don't know. The, I don't remember the turnaround okay. time, but I know it was pretty quick. Mm. But it was also just like you could literally like it was like going into like a McDonald's 
Oh wow! And like having they they pull a menu out in front of you. Mm-hmm. You put your name, and then there's there's like all these different tests you can do from your blood, and you just check which test you want. And it was like super cheap, like six dollars, twelve dollars, versus like you go into the doctor, mm-hmm. and them just like running all these tests on you. You have no idea why they're running them on you, charging your insurance, all that stuff. So it was it was ambitious, and it kind of made sense. It was like yo. Of course, people would like if people had a way to find out they were sick or their loved ones were sick before yeah. having to go to the doctor or things like that. Why not? And it was and it was way cheaper than the cost of medical insurance and going to the doctor. And how did you get your results again? They would they would uh, send you an email like no. mailing back to you. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm gonna give that a watch. I think eventually that's gonna be something that happens though. Once yeah, once the technology is available. But right, I, I think she's just like extremely ambitious for a time. But the, the, the good. No, why would Quest and uh, the other company? Why would they say that's impossible? It's just that we don't have the capabilities now. Well, why they were so adamant that it's impossible? I, let me see. I'm, I'm trying to explain this in my stupid, like, lamest terms. <laughs> Essentially, in order to do all these different, these four different types of blood tests. Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of individual machinery, and, and they're, they're all tested different ways. And all of those machines, because it, it requires so much different, like, testing methods, they're all huge. She wanted to have all those tests put into one small mm. box. Like, the box was, like, the size of a printer that you have in your house. And they were saying, that's impossible. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, so any machine that did that would have to be enormous? I think presently, I think presently, but even the fact, so, because there's so many different, there's so many different, like, moving parts within the machine, the way they described it. They question the accuracy? Yeah, it's just like, well, so, and and like they're saying, sometimes they would get positive results, so I think that it's more so just... Always being accurate. Yeah, and I I think the the engineers that were on the documentary were saying, like, hey, you know, we think eventually we could have got this. It's just that she was just over-delivering, we didn't have enough time. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it eventually will be something that comes to fruition, maybe in like 10, 20 years, but damn. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. No, not at all. Have a value menu for your blood test. And save a lot of lives. And save a lot of money. That too. These metal, this fucking, I don't want to get into that. That's like an old man. But going to the doctor. See the specs. Huh? No, go ahead. Nah, going to the doctor's wild expensive. Yeah, that checkup. Once a year, that too. I'm good. I all right. <laughs> I ain't gonna see, hold you. See you next year. See you next year. I ain't gonna stress you, nigga. I got this side. I go to the doctor. I try to get everything done. Nah, my toe hurt. I got That's this pain in my side and my spine. Check all that. Yep. Get it all done with. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Because Jake was... Come to blood work? Yeah, good. He's like... Is it extra to get it done? No. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do it all. I don't do follow up. Let's knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to come Word. back? Nah, just tell me over the phone. I come through once every summer and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> once every summer. Let's get it done. Man's on a mission. Go through everything. <laughs> yep. can check my glucose. Do everything you need to do with this one thing. We good. All right. But yeah, man. I, it was like overly ambitious, but I definitely recommend... Um, if you haven't seen it, go check that out on HBO. That. Um, what else was on the menu? I don't know. We floated a bunch of different things. It's dry week. More life turned to. Oh uh, yeah. Disney, uh, 21st Century Fox. What does that mean? What's the you know the ramifications of that deal, that Disney deal? Okay. From everything I remember, I gotta start bringing my iPad. So I got access. Stay careful. You wanna have them notes now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, work got me. But um. <laughs> Back in 2017, initially, mm-hmm. Disney proposed that acquire 21st Century Fox. Um, pretty much all their assets outside of FS1, the sports networks, and Fox News. Good. Okay. That's what I was so worried about. They get like FX, National Geographic, something, they, uh, uh, all the uh, international channels for $52.4 billion mm. was the initial. And obviously, that takes a lot of time. You have to pass different regulatory committees. And even now that the deal's completed, they have to sell off a, a bunch of companies just so they don't have like overwhelming leverage over their market. Monopolies? Yeah. Um, Comcast came last year, I believe, with a $65.1 billion bid that uh, Disney ultimately beat and officially acquired uh, 21st Century Fox today with a $71.4 billion uh, deal. So what that means... Uh, in addition to the com- the various Fox entities they acquire, they also acquire all the superhero rights. Mm. Uh, they become the primary uh, stakeholder in Hulu because Fox had 30%, and I forgot how much. Now they have 60 total, Disney does. So I guess they had another 30. In Hulu? Yeah. So oh. I have the primary, yeah, in Hulu, which they plan to use in addition with their upcoming streaming service, Disney+. Plus. So they can keep all the family stuff and the superhero stuff on um, Disney Plus, but they also uh, pump out content that might be more rated PG thirteen, maybe even R, because you have stuff like Deadpool now. But the big winner is yeah, you get 
all superhero rights and you get a, a lock on all these different entities. You paying for that? Disney Plus probably. Probably Disney Plus eventually. I mean, if you all the families in America going to. And they they have everything. They have all your Marvel movies, Star Wars. I'm good. Everything. So, yeah, ultimately probably. There's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Already paid for enough shit. Hulu, Netflix. Now you want to add some Disney Plus? No, yeah, not not uh, immediately. No, not immediately. No. Eventually, they are gonna get the credit card numbers. Yeah, probably when the juniors running around. Kevin's <laughs> like, I got nothing but time. I I ain't leaving the house. <laughs> but it's crazy because like the superhero movies dominate the year. Like they're overwhelmingly successful. Yep. Like if you look at like the top twenty to twenty five movies. The majority of them are superhero movies and specifically Marvel movies. So did they get so they only got Marvel, right? Did they get Capcom or did it? Um, are we talking specifically Marvel? No, Marvel acquired all the 21st century assets. So that's like X Men, Spider Man. They already had with a partnership. Pretty much, they have no limits now. Anything you read in the comics, these mashups, they can just bring to a big screen. And when you have your movies. Between like two movies, Infinity wow. War last year and Black Panther. I mean, they're gonna be dropping a bunch. They of made years. yeah, they made well over. They made between five and ten billion off just two movies yeah. worldwide last year. So when you add up the cumulative uh, gross of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they they call it. You think they're gonna be good though? Um. Yeah. Under the, a changed direction. No. No. Um, yeah, I think they'll be good because Marvel's meaning the ones the movies, acquiring them. Yeah, the because Marvel's the, the ones acquiring them. Like even Spider Man, they just acquired from Sony. Mm-hmm. They started working with them. These movies have like drastically increased in quality because mm-hmm. they're not they're not um, relinquishing creative control. They are now creative control, and now they're mm-hmm. like blending it into their mold. And through I forgot twenty plus Marvel Cinematic movies, the majority of them has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel was a little so-so, but I haven't seen. That. Yeah, you know, didn't even know that came out. Yeah, you're not missing nothing. But, I still um, haven't seen Infinity War. I'm one of those. It's on Netflix. I know, Kev. You crazy? It's on my list, though. You're not a Marvel head. Nah, so it's, it's on cool. my. It's on my list, though. Like it's I actually cool. added it to my list. I just found out you could do that. One, I'm, I'm an old head. <laughs> <laughs> so. Go ahead, go ahead. No, but that's what I. So I really was. You thought you said this in the beginning, but I was really concerned about that. If they were were gonna acquire FS1, because I was like, "Yo, this the, right, this ain't even gonna be fair." Then. No, 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 no. Yeah, as long yeah. as they're not acquiring Fox's sports networks, because that wouldn't that wouldn't even be fun. No, we all one big happy family now. Again, because most of the people at FS1 are from ESPN, exactly. But ain't the point. But they they make the, they take their little jabs every now and then at ESPN. Yeah, and competition is good. Alternative is good. Four thousand people gonna get laid off though. I'm not a fan of all these mergers, man. I'm a fan of this one because I'm selfish with the superheroes. But, just, like, th- but I th- agree. That just like competition is healthy. That's what I love about like for example, like in Brooklyn, right? All these new buildings that, that's building up. Mm-hmm. When I signed, we when we signed our lease, I signed a two year lease because I was like, yo, damn, I got a good deal. You know, this rent gonna go up. I'm looking at all these new apartments going up. Mm-hmm. Rents is falling because there's not enough people to fill yeah. to fill all these apartments. So they got to compete with each other. Thank God. It's the same concept <laughs> with with like movies or business or anything like that. Competition is good. If all these large companies come up and just swallow everything up, 
essentially you have all these monopolies. Whether they say we're selling these entities or not, you have monopolies. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Warner just acquired. Um, that's Tom Warner. Who just acquired all the Warner Media? AT and T. AT and T. Yeah, HBO. And yeah, and they were like, yeah. oh, we're doing it so that you know we can you know keep prices uh, down and um, create more content and, and make it more readily available. A month later, I have DirecTV now going up ten dollars a month. Yeah, that one concerns me. Primarily like HBO. Because they had a method in which they do things. And I don't want that to be tweaked. They have like a certain standard of quality associated with their brand that mm. I hope is not compromised. Because even the, the CEO that was there for almost 30 years. Gone. Gone. Immediately stepped down. Gone. So, you know, that's a wait and see for me. In terms of Marvel, they were only really competing with DC Comics. That wasn't a real competition. Yeah. And I'm not even a Marvel head, but I knew that wasn't a real competition. And it's just a trusted brand for me, unless they, like, rest on their laurels now. I mean, they did pay $71 billion, so, I mean, I would be trying my best. They're going to recoup the money, like, eventually, but I hope they don't put a drop in quality forward. Nah, I don't think so. You put that kind of money out. I don't I'm care saying. how rich you are not a, or how profitable your Not only that, is. but also their track record in just these different areas. It's pretty. That's true, because you also don't want people who are like, yo, this was the one of the worst deals yeah. ever if, like, all the... Excuse me. As they made the merge, yeah, the, everything. Yeah, dropped. and then and the next, <laughs> the quality of the upcoming Marvel movies is just trash. Yeah, and but, I I don't want to see you like that, Kev, because I know you. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> you be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, your your ultimate point, I do agree with. Competition just breeds just the better stuff. Yeah, even like you don't watch wrestling that often, but even then, there's like an alternative that just launched. Who funded by a? Uh, it's called a. AEW All Elite Wrestling. Can't you, you watched it? They haven't launched, and I probably all ladies wrestling. All Elite. Oh, I was like, damn, Cam, <laughs> no, pervert um, ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're backed by uh, the Jaguars' dad, the Jaguar. No, the Jaguars' owner, and he has even more the, money than he has. Like, think you think he's worth six billion? Yeah, he's worth more than Vince. Yeah. yeah, so he's like real money behind it, and. These reaction is they're trying to lock up people to like real deals. They're offering people on the company um, extensions in their pre-existing deals, even more lucrative deals long term. So mm. it's just like to your point, they wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't like a legitimate alternative. Yeah, you think they're gonna be successful though? Uh, not I don't not to WWE scale. They've just yeah. been, a, but they could be successful for their own. Yeah, because they have. Uh, decent names. Yeah. Who they get? Oh, uh, that you would know, like Chris Jericho. They got. They got Chris Jericho. Yeah, he's one of their major ones. But they have like a lot of like indie wrestling people that are uh. like popular in that world, and they have the the real backing behind it. Mm. So it's just all about from there. That's what I was gonna say because wrestling is like you gotta buy into the characters. Yeah. So if you don't, I'm not gonna watch wrestling where I don't know who the hell's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta yeah. you gotta buy into the characters, similar to like um. What's that damn that alternative football league? The American Alliance of Football. I ain't never touching that. I watched it once, right? And well, I, I watched like a quarter <laughs> of it. Let me let me not lie to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I looked up and I just had it playing in the background because mm-hmm. I was not intrigued. And like they were scoring a lot, but it was just like I don't know who that is. That's the yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is that? I like, need name recognition. Exactly. So if there's no name recognition and quality, but I need right. Yeah. Then it then it then it kind of like falls off. So it's like um. I think eventually you'll start seeing some names go there. But at the end of the day, the top of the top quality is going to be 
and the NFL, especially since the AA, AAF can't compete with them compensation wise. But the if this all elite, all elite, mm-hmm. all elite wrestling is saying that they're basically giving wrestlers, you know, guaranteed contracts oh, yeah. and extensions, and they can compete with them monetary wise. Yeah, they make it. They're giving them lucrative contracts. That can well, so. be a lucrative draw to people. And it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, and start pulling people away. Mm-hmm. Who? Good. So. Name one WWE superstar that if they pulled right now, a, a full-time active, not like a Brock Lesnar, like a full-time active uh, WWE superstar that if the All Elite Wrestling pulled from WWE, that would be like a, oh, shit. Would it make you be like, I'm watching AEE, whatever the hell it's called. In terms of just name recognition and everything. Or just shock. Or all that. Yeah, uh, the, the, the full package. I would say that Roman Reigns, Styles. Randy. They pull Roman Reigns, that would be crazy. Just because the quality, the name, um, name stature, and like Morton's case, how long he been there, if he really left. like, so yeah. Is John Cena still wrestling? He'll like pop in every now and then. Oh, he like on he'll that like p- pop in for like three weeks. And- Are he on that part-time deal yeah, now? Yeah. Vince be blessing them niggas. Yeah. The vets. <laughs> yeah, I saw some numbers floating. If they true... They doing good. Yo. They doing good. I forgot where I read Brock, that at. He doing good if I read it. Brock, how much you see for Brock? I saw twelve million in yeah. the face. Okay, I I saw thirteen, but that's I was thinking thirteen. But yeah. And the boy wrestled four times a year. <laughs> that's why I always salute, man. <laughs> this nigga come out four times a year. Has a manager do all the talking for him. He's still with Paul Heyman? That is one of the best gigs on planet Earth. <laughs> on planet Earth. You get Earth. fake choke slip oh once a year. Oh my goodness. Put me through that announce table. <laughs> Hit me in the chair in the head. <laughs> I get a concussion for twelve million just to, for your I on. go to the doctor twice a year for that yeah. one. I go one more time. I make it work. He said put me through the table. <laughs> That's a fact though. Niggas can throw me off the top of the hell of the cell for that shit. <laughs> throw me off the top, nigga. I'll fall right through that announce table just like Mancock. Fuck it. I'm good. Yeah, I'll get stretched to the back. <laughs> they got a tooth in his nose and everything. I'll be good to go. 12 mil? That is a sweet deal. That is a sweet deal. But yeah, Vince has, Vince has been known to take care of vets because I remember this was years ago. This was like. As soon as The Rock became like Hollywood, Hollywood, mm-hmm. he was still getting paid. Like I think I read eight million dollars to make like that one, like that one or two appearance a year that he was making. Remember, he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt my heart when it first happened. Yeah, I think once you get to a certain level, well, Brock's di- different because he did his time, but that was like last decade. Was yeah. he just rose to like a, a brand and name recognition? Mm-hmm. That's a once in a, and I salute him. But yeah. Once you're a vet, like a legend, and you get there, you get, you know, the reduced schedule. Because that's yeah. where a lot of the gripes are, especially when you're starting off. You're on the road 300 days out of the year. Yeah. That's another thing AEW is, like, promising. Fewer, uh, a lighter schedule. Yeah. Because, yeah, you see them on TV every week, but then, like, they're making these house shows multiple times in the yep. week. And then they have to do their own uh, travel. Like, not everybody has the bus where they could lay out and... You know, you got to drive yourself after a long, you know? Wait, what? You got to do your own travel, yeah. The the the, the people on the lower totems, uh, the scale, yeah, they gotta, driving themselves? Yeah, you got to make it yourself. Yeah, you're an independent contractor. Chill. Yeah, so I know somebody like Orton or Cena, they have their own bus. So Vince, you doing them like that? <laughs> they get merch sales. 
Who the yeah, hell buying their merch if they got dry themselves? Hey, bro. That's how it be. Damn, you got to come up with a good character. Yeah, man. ASAP. You got to earn it. Damn. You got to earn it, yeah. Mm, can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. Mm. What else do we have on the... More life. We just spoke about... Oh, no, we talked about that and we went on to something else. More Life Turn 2. I, you got that, Kev. That's on you. When's the last time you listened to More Life? Oh, it's been a minute. Now nah, I'm lying. In LA. Nah, it's been a minute. Now nah, I ran it back uh, this morning on hey, the way to work. LA. I think I played it. More Life is the playlist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Sacrifices when we were in LA that one time. What do you think of Sacrifice? That's my shit. But some songs on this my shit. I just haven't revisited it in a minute. Yeah, I have some songs that I just play on my daily. Yeah. But not the whole 22 tracks, obviously. It's like, a playlist, man. Uh, you know, Do Not Disturb, Passion Fruit, Can't Have Everything, Lose You. But I revisited the whole thing this morning because it turned two. So I was just like, all right, let me get a full feel. Because the way I like consume music is really just in playlist form mm-hmm. for like many, many years now. So Too much music out there. Yeah, played it top to bottom. Uh Couple observations. Fire opener. Free Smoke is very fire. Mm. Never want to hear that gigs track again. The first one. <laughs> um, good R&B. A good blend. And like the last, I'm not going to lie, not because it's straight. The last like 10 or so tracks, I just like play. I was just like, whoa. There's like, I would take probably maybe four tracks off mm. of that. But good track, strong rapping. The outro. Um can't have everything lose you mm. meek jabs i was like oh yeah that was still a thing at the time meek subs kanye's on it which i, I had forgotten a bit so mm. they were still cool but it came and went when yeah. i reflect it came and went even the way i consumed it was pretty cool because he premiered it on the radio his ovo radio mm-hmm. so i listened live and there was no track list so he's just playing a song you experience it in real time felt like the 90s but I would say pretty good project, like mm. really good, mm. really good in his discography. Mm. But I don't know. I might say I might say something that might be slightly blasphemous. No, go ahead. Not even about more life. Just what I'm seeing in Drake's progression. Mm-hmm. He's been missing a little, like strong misses. Whereas before, he'd be like, ah, I'll skip that. But like, I was listening to. Uh, Girl was watching some IG video last night, mm-hmm. and Ratchet Happy Birthday was was playing in the back of it. Oh, you hate that song! And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, it's your brrr. and I was just like, "No." But it crossed my mind. I was like, "Yo, son, why did Drake put that out?" I, I remember like laying in the bed like, "Why?" I like did, it. You like that song? I like it. I'm sorry. Have you I like that song? Flame, bro. It's like a flame, bro. It's your brrr. I don't listen on the regular, but what I don't do turn you it like off about when it that comes song? up. I don't turn it off when it comes on. Jeez, that song. But then it made me think. It was like, yo, he also dropped I'm Upset. And I was like, yeah, I, hate I was that like, song. yo, like. I hate that song still. I was like, we starting to see some holes in this game. Y'all here looking like Braun, maybe aging. We'll see, though. He, yeah, I got to see him he, on the next run he out. Got a, he got another project coming out this summer, hopefully. He said OVO, OVO Fest coming back. It better. Make that trip to Toronto. Yeah, I'm making it even without an album, so. He'll <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and run through his old shit. That shit still be fire. He'd be on that stage for hours. <laughs> get my money's worth. Like, yo, uh-uh. You yep. Get back up there. Cooling out live from the six. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing in. Yo. 
Yeah, I hope that happens. Makes an announcement soon. Yeah, man. Uh, Jay Z uh, Blueprint got and what did it do? Something about the Library of Congress. Yeah, it's like the ninth hip hop album that got inducted to the Library of Congress to preserve its greatness for generations. I don't know what that. I was like, no, oh, that's a good honor. Who you gotta talk to to get that done? I don't know. I don't know. It's just the ninth one too, hip hop. So that's what's up. That do we is. know the eight before him? Or any one of them? of Lauren Hill, and I don't know the other seven. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I understand that. One. I, I forgot the other. I wonder seven. who you got to talk to to get to make that happen, though. Yeah, I wonder who makes that decision for. Like who's they? they I wonder if they had like they probably got a whole committee just sitting in the back somewhere, listening to music all day. I want that job. He was the first hip hop artist in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, so that's pretty cool too. Jay, when's the last time you listened to the Blueprint? <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. Um, it's been a minute. Mm, I see. It, it might be a couple of years. I ain't even gonna lie. Damn. Yeah. That album is phenomenal. I live in. I the, just got the vinyl. I live in the present, Kev. I got the vinyl. You got a. You mm-hmm. bought the vinyl. You got a record player? Yeah. What I look like? Where you get one from? Hey, man. Kev got Grow money. up. Kev got money. <laughs> Grow up. Kev got money. Let me hold some. I'm an adult. This nigga got money. <laughs> Why you need a record player? You got a phone. Uh, wasn't my call. This nigga does the same thing your phone does. Nah, man. I'm be cheap forever. <laughs> <laughs> Why I need that for? I got a phone. <laughs> nah, record players are cool, though, but. It is cool. I live in Brooklyn. I ain't got space for it. I feel you. Mm. I'm good. Yeah, I don't really have much. Let's wrap it up. We gave y'all all we had tonight. Yeah. It's been a dry week. You know, next week, maybe something crazy happens. Somebody will, no, I mean, not say that. Um, God bless everyone. <laughs> I'm about to say something <laughs> reckless as hell. Um, but nah, man, as always, thank you for checking out Cooling Out. Make sure you rate, share, subscribe. Uh, follow the look up. Uh, we got the full length episodes on IGTV, YouTube, mm. cut up clips, um, Twitter, all that stuff, man. Send us your questions, comments, suggestions. Coolingoutpod at gmail.com. Um, till next time, it's cooling out. Stay cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.